What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Things You Don't Hear in Church podcast. My name is Ethan. And my name's Derry. And today we are back on Zoom. I know all of you love Zoom so much more than us being in person. Um, yeah, well, they love so- the low, lower quality videos of the... Yeah, I have one question for you before we begin, Ethan. Um, yeah. Can I possibly borrow the time stone to, to go do something real fast? The time stone? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's all, all purple right now. I assume you have all the, all the <laughs> infinity stones. I have... What's the yellow one? The yellow one? Oh, I don't know the, the names of them stone? by color. Oh, I yeah, me neither. Green, I, don't, I, don't know either. I don't I don't know either. I don't know the ones by color either. Oh, yeah, totally me neither. I don't... Yeah. I didn't know that green is time and yellow is soul. And... No, I think I think green is reality. No, it's time. It's time. He's oh, okay. the thing that yeah. Doctor Strange does. I thought it was reality though, because like that allowed him to like change realities and stuff. Reality, I think, green. No, not sorry, not, it's like red. Oh, no, okay. red's the power. I one. must not know. One of those. We can look it up real quick. I can. No, it's okay. it. No, no, no. no, 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 no. I'll, I'll Google. I'll Google it right now. No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> What well, while Ethan's Googling that, I will. Stones. <laughs> <laughs> while Ethan's Thanos. Googling that, I'll enter us into the show. <laughs> Today, we are talking about sort of how Christians over the last maybe 10 years have been, I think, included into society really easily. And I think people have been saying this for a long time, but in my opinion, it hasn't happened until now or until like, like around now, especially with Roe v. Wade. What I'm trying to get at is I think that I think we've been able to assimilate and look normal within our cultures and our societies. And we have been like on the mass accepted for our beliefs and then being a little different, but not like totally different. Um, as long as we're like a certain level of moral and like a nice person, people are just like, oh, those are Christians and they're fine. And there's obviously been a, like a de-evolution from like Christians being like the hardest working, like nicest most like inclusive, I guess, people or whatever from back in the day. It was like the the opinion, like you have a nice Christian boy working for you or something, right? Or like your mom wants you to date like a nice Christian boy or something. Just like those stereotypes. Um, we've gone from that to, I think, Christians just being normal Christians, not being able to assimilate to the culture very well and seeming the same, but not the same in a bad way, but that like the Christian ethics that have, and culture that have, this country was sort of founded on right have devolved away from what christians are supposed to look like and now there's a stark difference between how christians look and non-christians look right and i've been seeing a lot of videos on tiktok about this i think this is a very played out topic a little bit so i think most people know this the real thing we want to talk about today is this verse in second corinthians 2 um 14 17 where it talks about the smell of death and how to some people uh, Christians or Paul is the smell of life. Um, and to some people, he's the smell of death because the reason we want to talk about this is there's lots of Christians today that, I mean, I, myself as a Christian wouldn't say that person is doing a good job representing Christ, but they would say, Oh, well, we are doing a good representation of being Christ. We're not supposed to look like the culture. And the reason people don't like us is because they're not Christians. They're smelling us as the smell of death but actually we are the smell of life to those who want life, right? And and we can talk about what that verse means and context and all that kind of stuff, but we want to try to figure out as Christians, we're moving away from being normal in the culture. So we're going to start to be very offensive just with our base level beliefs to the culture around us. Now, what does that mean for us as Christians as we're going to start to be um, like reviled 
just like the Westboro Baptist Church has been for a long time, right? We're going to be repulsive to a lot of those people as those other like Christians, quote unquote, have been. But in my opinion, for good reasons rather than bad reasons. But we need to talk about where that distinction comes because it's so easy to just blame not being accepted by like the world as something good, where a lot of the times it's because of actual abuse that's happening. And we don't want that, right? We want actual like truth from God to be the reason people don't like you if people don't like you for being a Christian, right? Not because you're acting inappropriately, which is what it's been for a long time. So that's what we kind of want to discuss, roll around and talk about today. Yeah, love it. Really excited. And before we get into that quick word from our sponsors, the blue stone is the mind gem. The red stone is the power gem, which I said. Yellow nice. is reality. Um, mm. I feel silly with this, but um, time it says is yellow, which definitely not true. It says soul is green. Those two should be switched and space is purple. That's yeah, that's not right. Okay, that's interesting. Don't listen to that one. Blue space, orange soul, red reality green time purple power and yellow is mine okay so now that that we get mm. now that we got that out of the way since you know we're a christian podcast we don't want to lie Thank you, I that I, yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i have i'm also bald so you know hey wow yeah there we go i'm just not a tyrant that's really good at combat maybe i'm just like a christian that's really good at combat <laughs> <laughs> to some people they're the same Yes, which is what we're going to get into about today. Yeah, exactly. Good segue. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So that that's like, I was really excited when you brought this up because I am always a fan of talking about culture and mm-hmm. um, Christianity, and I there's such a cultural word to say, but like the intersection between those two and mm. what it means and how much is too much because some people will say, oh, if no one doesn't like you, then you're not really being a strong Christian because you should not right. be liked. Right. And some people are you like, should, the world should be repulsed by you. Yeah. And it's like, right. well, just, yeah, just to be some mean. degree, you know, like if yeah. I stand up and say, hey, you can't be racist and someone's mad at that. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, that's a good thing for people to be mad at you about. Like I will, I'm happy with people being mad at me. If I say, hey, racism's bad. And people are like, we hate you, you Christian. I'm like, that's fine. But if yeah. I'm going around and saying like, I don't know, you can't dance, you're going to hell if you dance. It's like, okay, right. you know what, dude, calm down. Maybe a hundred years ago, but not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the terms changed, okay? <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so you said, did you already go about um, explaining the, where this comes up in the Bible and the, in the passage and all the context, or do you want to get into the context right now? Yeah, we can talk about it really fast, just so people mm-hmm. know where we're, where we're going. Um, so again, a really, really fast recap before we get into the verse. I think Christians are moving away from just being like a base level Christian. If you're a base level Christian, you're following the Bible. You're not going to assimilate to this culture very well. Um, enter Roe v. Wade, all this kind of stuff, right? Sexual mm-hmm. ethics. Like your opinions are no longer going to be um, tolerated by the normal culture, right? We can see that yeah. by the by the kind of response to Roe v. Wade where for the first time ever, like I have people in like on Instagram posting like that I follow that follow me. If you're a Christian, unfollow me. Right. And I've never seen oh. that before, but I've seen like multiple people being like, if you're because Roe v. Wade is so heavily associated or being pro-life is so heavily associated with being a Christian, right. People just want yeah. nothing to do with Christians anymore. Right. Yeah. Um, so of course this isn't everybody. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, well, I was just going to say like, it's, it's getting to the, to the, like the idea, the point where it's like, 
you can't really hide that well anymore. Like, yeah, if you were exactly. a nominal Christian like 10 years ago, and even 10 years ago, it started getting rough. Yeah. But like yeah. 12 years ago, it was like, if you're a nominal Christian, it's like, eh, like, yeah, you're a Christian, whatever. Like, we don't think too much about you or whatever. No one's yeah. worried. Now, if you say you're a Christian, people have this whole idea, this stigma about you, like you said, unfollow me. And so it's getting harder to hide in the culture and comfortability of being Christian. So mm-hmm. in, to say like, oh yeah, I'm a Christian is to make a claim about your views that they know don't line with theirs maybe. And yeah then runs the risk of being treated to it in a certain way right so yeah the risky in the sense of like it's not a safe thing to be a christian right necessarily right. well it's safe in the sense that you're not gonna die like in you know nigeria they have a lot more harsh persecution right. but it's not safe in the sense of like socially or politically maybe right right so we bring up this topic because as is going to be normal for Christians to be rejected by mainline society because of their beliefs in a much more aggressive way than I think it has been before. Um, It's going to be very important for us to know what it means to healthily be rejected by the culture and not unhealthily. Because for good reason, certain branches of Christianity have been rejected from the culture in the past. And their response is going to be the same response that we are going to give but in my opinion, theirs was unscriptural. We have to know what we stand on in scripture and why we're being hated by the culture. And, and we have to know we're being hated for a good reason, not for the bad reasons of the past, right? So the bad reasons of the past are going to be like actual hate towards different groups, like actual bigotry, right? Fascism, eh, racism, right? Sexism, all these things that the church has been hated for in the past that have been bad we have to know that now the reason we're being hated is for our love of christ and for the bible says not for like these other things but what's so complicated about the subject is that the answer that people who are doing these hateful acts they're going to answer with the same bible verses that we are going to answer with but obviously we mean different things by them right so we're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna go through one of those bible verses right now um, that people would use to sort of give a defense and and we are going to too so in second corinthians 2 14 to 17 paul says this in the niv um but thanks be to god who always leads us as captives in christ triumphal procession and uses us to spread the aroma of the knowledge of him everywhere for we are to god a pleasing aroma of christ among those who are being saved and those who are, um, and those who are perishing. Um, to the one, we are an aroma that brings death, and to, other, to the other, we are an aroma that brings life. And who is equal to such a task? Unlike so many, we do not uh, peddle the word of God for profit. On the contrary, in Christ, we speak before God in sincerity as to those sent from God. That is the word of God. Let us pray. Amen. <laughs> yeah. So people are going to use this, like say the Westboro Baptist church, right? They, mm-hmm. if you don't, not familiar with them, they hate gay people. They pick it against them all the time. They say you're going to hell, all this kind of stuff. Very offensive, very hateful, right? Pretty crazy yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, and so us as Christians, right? Like looking at them, we say like, that doesn't seem right. But when, when they're confronted, they'll say, well, we just smell like death to you because you're not a Christian, right? And they'll cite this Second Corinthians verse, yeah. where in reality, we're going to cite the same verse when non-Christians come up to us and they say, well, you view this about abortion, you view this way about uh, like sexual ethics, 
right? You are obviously like terrible people and we don't want to be associated with you or like you or tolerate you at all, right? Um, mm -hmm. We're going to use the same example within Christianity. We're going to say, well, we're the smell of death to those people and we're the smell of life to other people, right? But right. I think I want to I look at, I think, I think the key or some of the keys to this are in this passage that I think are really interesting. And I can, I can bring up a few of them real fast, mm -hmm. unless there's anything you want to say real fast, Ethan, before I get into that. Yeah. Well, it's just like another part of scriptures where it talks about how to some Christ is a building block and to others, he's a stumbling block. Yeah. You know, and there is reality in that if you decide to radically follow Jesus, and I don't mean radically in the sense that like you're angry at everything and mm -hmm. I, you should not, you should hate sin just like God hates sin, but you know, still love people like God loves people. Mm -hmm. um, so radically following Jesus just means like taking it serious. Like if you yeah. go to the gym nominally, maybe you hit there once a month and like, yeah, I work out. But if mm -hmm. you are like serious about the gym, you're radical about the gym, you're in there like five, mm -hmm. three to five times a week, you know, you're taking it seriously, you're eating well and whatnot. So if you're going to act that way towards Christ, it's like you definitely will be um, confronted with some people who don't agree with you who think certain things about you who think that mm -hmm. you hate them and it's just because you simply disagree with their lifestyle and there's ways to disagree with lifestyle and mm. stand for objective truth without being a jerk but at some point you mm. just gotta like let the chips fall where they may in the sense that like we can we can be loving and say hey abortion's not okay like mm -hmm. life starts at conception it is it is wrong to murder that baby. We can say that, right, as Christians in love, but even no matter how loving we are, people aren't going to hear one message, and yeah. we can't do anything about that. The, the best thing that we can do is really just, like, pray for them and continue to be there for them as their friends, but mm. no matter what happens, at some point, like, we will look different than the culture. This is just, this is just yeah. part of being a Christian in, in this world. Yeah, absolutely. So I think we need to look at this verse a little bit in some of the little nuances of it to get at who can actually use this to defend themselves, yeah, right? Definitely. So two things that I want to point out is one in um, in verse 14, it says that um, were the triumphal procession of people that are spreading the aroma of knowledge of Christ, right? They're spreading, spreading that knowledge of him everywhere. So they're talking about Christ to people. And that's the thing that they're spreading. That's the aroma of knowledge that they're spreading. People is the aroma of Christ, right? So that's the thing that's being spread is come to Christ, the gospel, right? This is the thing that's being spread to people. Paul is traveling around. He's right before this, he's talked about how he's going on a journey. I mean, I leave his friends. Uh, and he wanted to see them, but now he's going out and spreading the aroma of Christ and he's sort of giving an exhortation, right? Um, and so that's the thing he's spreading. And then at the bottom, it says that he's at the bottom, sorry. In, in verse 17, let me skip to the bottom. It says that unlike some people, he's not doing this for gain. He's not doing this um, out of like lying or to try to trick people, but he's genuinely doing it as if he's doing it in front of Christ and for mm -hmm. Christ, right? That's what it says at the bottom. It says that mm -hmm. on the contrary, in Christ, we speak before God with sincerity as those who are sent from God, right? So he's saying that he's sent from God, but he's also speaking as if he's doing it in front of God or like for God, right? So he's going out and his actions are reflecting the same message that he's preaching. And I think all we have to do as Christians to see if we can use this verse um, in defense of ourselves is to look at our message. Is our message the same like message that Paul is trying to preach here or is it a different message, right? Because if it's the same one, then you can use it and you can say people just don't like the message that 
like Christ has, and they're like, it's not leading them to life. It's leading them to death. It's showing them what their sins are, right? And it's showing them the aroma of death, which is like what we all deserve outside of Christ, right? And that's what the smell is to them. And they don't like it. They don't want it. They don't want anything to do with it, right? right. But to some people, it's the aroma of life because they realize the gift that are in these words. And if they take it, it's, it's not like condemning them to death but it's giving them the opportunity of life because they understand it. Right. And that might be yeah. a little bit of my own opinion, but, um, but that's why I think the the message is going towards. You have something to say. Well, I was just going to ask, um, I just I went and got my Bible while you're talking. So I wanted to go there real quick. What was the exact um, passage again? Cause I'm in the general area. Second uh, Corinthians 2, 14, 17. Cool. Literally right on the same page. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of funny when you were talking about how it's like to some who aren't in Christ, it doesn't smell good. It also, yeah. this is like, I keep saying it reminds me of this passage, but it's probably because the Bible is consistent. You know, another part of the right. scripture, um, it talks about how um, there, there, there's people who like are not saved are called people who are like in darkness, right? Mm-hmm. And they don't like the light. And Jesus called the light. So the scriptures talk about in John, I believe that like Jesus is light and he's the light mm-hmm. of life, but the darkness didn't understand the darkness doesn't comprehend it. And those in the dark yeah. don't want it. It's kind of like how cockroaches live there where you shine the light on, they scatter, right? Cause yeah. they don't know. And I'm not trying to equate sinners to cockroaches at all. Like I'm not, I right. guess those are gross, but it's just that, that image. that's like, Oh, like I, that's not my nature. I don't want to be in that, that thing. Right. You know? um, right. And also it's, it's like, this is like a terrible example to use. Cause I'm in no way saying that, this is a thing that I condone as a practice, but it's kind of like, you know, when people don't smoke weed, they don't like the smell of weed and mm-hmm. you like walk around, you smell like, oh, I hate the smell. But if you mm-hmm. do smell, if you do smoke weed and you smell weed, it's kind of like, hmm, I, I like that. You I'm know, good. it's like, I like it. <laughs> and it's like a, ter- it's a terrible example because people might be like, oh, so you're saying weed is like Christ and the aroma. Mm-hmm. No, not, not one for one, but mm-hmm. that same idea, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think the key to this here is to ask ourselves exactly what Paul is saying is that the thing that he's like preaching is a sweet aroma to God, right? And he's doing it as if he's before God. We have to ask ourselves is the message that we're promoting, are the things that we're believing a sweet aroma to God? Are they pleasing to God? Right. Mm-hmm. And and the thing that first like came to my mind was uh, Matthew 22, you know, like the, the classic like all of these, all of the law hangs on these two, uh, right? That you would love the Lord your God and that you would love your neighbor, right? In, in a condensed form. And like, if, if you're communicating the things that you believe in a way that is not loving towards God and is not loving towards your neighbor, you're not communicating in a way that is a, a, like a good aroma to God. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. that, is, that is how God asks us to like, purvey his message to people right and how he asks mm-hmm. us to treat people if all of the law hangs on loving your like your god with everything you are and loving your neighbor as as yourself right then you're going to communicate in a respectful way to those people and the thing that is going to offend them is not you the thing that's going to offend them is the message they are giving them that they are dead in their sins and it's gonna smell like death right yeah like that is the thing that's going to be offensive not like the hate that you're spewing, right? You can't use this verse in the defense of that because that's not what it's talking about, in my opinion. Right, right. And what's really awesome um, in my Bible it has this little like little tiny number one next to the word. So my, my version, I'm using NASB. It says, um, where does it say? In verse 17, it says, for we are not like many peddling the word of God 
but as from sincerity, um, but as from God, we speak in Christ in the sight of God. Mm. Uh, so there, that peddling is also, it says little one, and you look at the bottom of the page, it has a little number or thing. In my version, mm. it says corrupting, you know? Mm. So it almost gives you a clue as to like who also is a stench and who also is like, is, is it a stench to or is a stench right. to God, right? Because I think this also can be applied to the Christian walk. It says like we're in aroma right. to Christ. So how we live our life is like an aroma to a good aroma to God or a bad aroma to God at the same time. It's like that, right. that two things. And so it's interesting that says peddling the word of God or corrupting the word of God, but because then mm-hmm. it says, but in sincerity, um, but as from God, we speak in Christ in the sight of God. So, so it's this whole perspective that if you want to have a good aroma, you, it, at least it seems to me that it's this perspective that if you want to be a good aroma to God, you have to conduct yourself in a way mm. that is sincere before God, recognizing that you're in the sight of God and everything you're doing right. is like, God, is not escaping God's sight. And the people who are like bad are the people who are corrupting it, which makes mm. me happy because I don't know about you guys or I know, but I know what Derry thinks, but like you guys listening, like I can't stand people who are like corrupting the word of God to make it say something mm. it's not. You know, when you got those, um, what's that guy that who with the private jet that we always talk about? Kenneth Copeland's out there. Yeah, you know, Joel Osteen's. Joel Osteen's and people who are taking it hyper progressive where. Right. Like, so not talking about people are, who just have a small difference of opinion. Like these are like big deal like, people who are like corrupting the gospel. Yeah. Like there's that one pastor that is very progressive and LGBTQ affirming. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Who says that like when he says Lazarus come out, he's it's, he uses it to say like, Oh God, something to come out. <laughs> it's like, listen, I love our brothers in the L and sisters in the LGBTQ community. Like I want to, I want them to come to church. I want them to read the Bible. I want to talk to them and be their friend, but we cannot take that scripture and just tear it out and fit into our context. Cause that's like, right. Not like, not even like it's a not in the Bible at all. Yeah. yeah. If I read that story to a five-year-old, they're gonna be like, that's not about that. That's about God performing a miracle and bring this guy literally Was back Lazarus to life. Gay? Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> So it's like when people are like making atrocious, like twistings of the gospel, like I'm always like, I hate it. And that's like, okay, I know that God, that's not escaping God's sight, mm-hmm. you know? And so I guess a good, a good thing that we could go into that, unless you have another thing you want to say or another way you want to take the show, but it's like, okay, what does it look like then to be that pleasing aroma to the people around us? Like what are objective mm-hmm. or like added, like things we can do or attitudes we can have? How can we avoid being a stench in people in God's eyes, you know? Yeah, definitely. Because I think that's that's the question we have to ask ourselves in this culture where we're going to be offensive just by believing the loving message that we think we believe, right? That's been accepted for so long as the culture is moving away from it. We're just going to continue to not be attractive. And I think the only thing you can really do when someone is like very, very mad at you, like and rejecting your position for whatever reason it is, only thing you can do is like try to be calm and love them. Like there's nothing really else you can do. Cause if they hate everything you stand for, like, I can't, I can't communicate to you any better that um, like the things that I believe if, I, if I've, if I've communicated to you in like a kind, loving, hopefully like understanding and civil way, which a lot of people don't do well for sure. But if I've tried to do that and we still don't agree. And in fact, like we can't even accept each other as human beings, but instead you're going to reject me for everything that I have and say you want nothing to do with me. You don't want to associate with me. If that's mm-hmm. like how badly you don't like the things that I believe, then I just have to let you do that. Like I can't, 
I can't do anything else. If I feel that I have communicated and acted and treated you like in a good way, there's no other way I can conduct myself better, right? We're just going to have mm-hmm. a difference of worldviews. Mm-hmm. And, and that's I really think, yeah, you know, and the, the thing is, it's not like, I, I'm very slow to, to say when people should like totally cut others out of their life. You know, mm-hmm. like, especially as, like, as a Christian, I have a hard time thinking about like, because people do say like, oh, I can't have this person around my life. My life They're super narcissistic. Like they always are manipulating me. Like I don't know what to do. And some people are like, oh, just cut them off, dude. Like don't have them in their life. And like, I just like, I understand that. But when it's like, if it's like family or people you're really close with or been close with, I just have an emotionally hard time to justify as a Christian, like, oh, but where's the, like the long suffering in cutting them off now? Yeah there comes a point where you do have to maybe just distance yourself and boundaries are healthy and we can do that. Um, mm. But I say all that to say that we can read the scriptures and see what to do, you know, right. and there are, and, and this is what I, I, this is what people, I have like so many thoughts going through my head about this. Yeah. Read the scriptures. And Jesus says, Hey, if, if, if a soldier asks you to go one mile to go with him too, you know, and right. we're like, Oh yeah, like go the extra mile. That's like, maybe that's what that's from. But really what it was is like the romans would oppress the jews and say hey carry all my stuff all my armor that's like hundreds of pounds that i don't want to carry to the and and legally the jews had to go a mile you know it's anyone else mm-hmm. that they oppressed but we're talking in the bible so it's jews and so they legally had to go a mile and walk mm-hmm. this and carry all this weight for this jew and be oppressed or, or this roman and be oppressed and then jesus says hey rather than do that don't look at it as you being oppressed. Look at it as an opportunity to serve and in love, carry that, the extra. And then mm-hmm. along the way, he'll be like, why are you walking extra? You should stop. Why? And he'll be like, begin to be transformed. Like, what? why is he, why is he doing this? This is, he's serving mm-hmm. me and I, he, I don't expect this from him. And then maybe that opens up an opportunity to have a conversation, to love them, to, the when they say, why are you keep walking? Just be like, hey man, like, you know, I follow Jesus. And he says to, honor those Mm -hmm. and do good to those who hurt you you know and if you really want like if you're petty like me it's comforting to know that the scripture also says when you do good to your enemy it's like reaping coals on their head (laughs) so it's like (laughs) it's like you you do you serve your enemy you do good to them and they'll be almost more irritated because they expect you to do something bad you know Mm -hmm. but when you don't and you follow jesus that it's kind of like they're confronted with the wrongness that they're doing to you and they don't Mm -hmm. like it so they get more upset yeah. Yeah. And also I think, like, Oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, I was going to change the subject. Okay. No, I was going to say like, also there's parts of scripture where it says outdo each other in honor, mm-hmm. you know, and like, yeah, do good to those who hurt you. And if you, and love them, like if you can see them, like the Bible says that eventually, like when a Christian sinning, 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 it says treat them like a Gentile. And a lot of people think that means kick them out. Don't let them come near, be mad at them. But mm-hmm. it actually means like, Hey, how are the Jews and the Christians supposed to look at Gentiles with an outreach mindset with a, Oh, I love you. I want you to be saved. I care about you. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to evangelize you. I'm going to be your friend. I'm going to have you over. I'm going to pray with you. And, mm-hmm. and it goes to a really caring attitude, you yeah. know? And if people are like, Hey, I want nothing to do to you. I'm cutting you out of my life. You can't do anything about that. But always, I would say end it by saying something like, Hey man, like if you want to cut me off, I get it, but I want you to know I'm not cutting you off. I'm here for you. If you need mm-hmm. anything, please don't hesitate to call me. Like I am here for you. Yeah. I really mean it, you know, and, and just be available to, to the person when they need something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think another encouraging part about this second Corinthians verse is that 
there are going to be a lot of people that smell like the smell of life that hear the gospel and see our positions and aren't like Christians yet and think, wow, like I, that smells like life to me. I need that forgiveness, right? I need that life. And I love that message, right? There's going to be a lot of people who are like that. And I think that's great. It's still encouraging, even though it's hard for me because I, I like to be liked. Like I think as human beings, we want to be accepted and we want to have our place. We want to be liked. We don't want people to be mad at us. We don't want people to reject us. Um, but I mean, the Bible's pretty clear. We're going to be rejected. And we've lived as Christians for a long time in a culture that hasn't rejected us at all and has actually like esteemed mm-hmm. us in a lot of ways. And we're coming to a place pretty quickly um, where that's not going to be the case anymore. And a lot of people are going to start rejecting you even to associate with you at all. Right. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's still going to be a lot of people that accept you. And no matter what, like if you're actually being the aroma of Christ to Christ and to other people, God's always going to accept you. And he's always going to have a community for you. Mm-hmm. That's the thing, right? Jesus says that no one who's left mo- mother, father, brother, sister, or community or anything for my sake, mm-hmm. won't receive that much more in the kingdom. You know, like right. no matter how many people reject you, we have the family of God and we can come right. together and probably bond and, and grow close to ch- together through the hardship. Mm-hmm. You know, like we have that to relate through like, oh man, like it's been really hard being a Christian lately. It's like, yeah, I know. Right. You want to hang out? <laughs> yeah absolutely hated together <laughs> yeah well that's all i had to say about the topic i think we're we're approaching a very uncomfortable time and i think it's been kind of cringy for me to hear that until yeah. now because i haven't necessarily seen it i've seen it from like this was cringy about it i've seen it from like very very trumpy uh <laughs> like conservatives where they haven't been accepted in the culture for a long time um and partially for Christian values, for sure, right? But a lot because of Trump, right? And so <laughs> we took we took that and we're like, well, we're not being accepted in the culture anymore. And I, I kind of, in my opinion, saw it through it a little bit. And I was like, well, people are hating you because you like Trump, not because you're a Christian. Like, there's lots of Christians who didn't like Trump and the culture still likes them, right? Mm-hmm. But I think, mm-hmm. I think the abortion issue and sexual ethics issues are like clearly outside, outlined in scripture. Trump is not. Yeah whether I like him or not, like abortion. Dude, and Chronicles, are... there's a whole prophecy about Trump. <sighs> oh, I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, those like two issues are clearly outlined in scripture and Christians cannot hide from it anymore. Unless maybe you want to, I don't know, try to find different excuses in scripture to believe those things. I think maybe there's some mm-hmm. Christians who would want to do that and try to fit in. You could. Oh, but they have. From, I've seen a number of videos. Yeah, from my view of scripture, I don't think that that's necessarily possible. Um, and, you know, we're going to start smelling like death to a lot of people for a good reason. Mm-hmm. On our yeah. Side, a good reason. yeah yeah you know and and the thing is guys like it's it no matter how hard it gets or uncomfortable it gets just remember mm-hmm. it's an honor you know to like yeah. to suffer for christ that the disciples yeah. literally got beat up and imprisoned for following jesus and worse mm-hmm. uh but when they were released from prison it says they went away rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer yeah like jesus so yeah just know that Jesus has walked it. His grace is sufficient and we can, we can do it. You know, it's not going to be fun. Yeah. It might, no one likes to stand out in a crowd. Um, but push comes to shove. We have, we, we can't bow. It's like, um, read like Daniel and his friends and Nebuchadnezzar when they mm-hmm. didn't bow and they got thrown in the fire. It's like, God comes through. You're fine. Yeah. And I think a lot of people in this time of being rejected will start to finally feel the sweetness of what it means to be like known and loved by Christ. Right. When you're hated mm-hmm. by the world, like, there's just something about like being accepted by the world that kind of is very enticing and it makes you feel very accepted and very warm and you sort of get some of your validation from it. Now, 
when you're rejected by the world, you only have Christ to feel like accepted and loved by besides your community of believers, right? And mm-hmm. there's something so sweet about like that kind of love from your creator that you're actually letting yourself be sustained from the abiding in him that, that changes like your complete relationship with God. And I think it's awesome. So I think a lot of people are going to find out they're not Christians. And a lot of people, Christians that have been Christians a long time are going to feel what it really means to like be loved and accepted by Christ. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. It's definitely coming to an interesting time. When you said we're coming to an uncomfortable time, I thought you meant like in the podcast. And I was like, what? Oh, no. Like, it's just going to get weird because we have nothing to say anymore. Like, we're like <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, end no. the show. No. <laughs> For a few seconds, I was like, what does he mean? By does he not that? want to do this anymore? <laughs> Is he quitting? I feel like you would have told me this before that. We're, <laughs> we're coming to an uncomfortable time. Dude, you have the time zone. You should have known that. I should have. I didn't go forward. <laughs> oh, thanks. Like, all right, Ethan, now the uncomfortable part, I got to tell you, I'm putting in my two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We got two more epis left and I'm done. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. By the time two more epi comes out, I'll be back in a month. Nice. Woo. Excited. Honestly, yeah. at this point, I'm kind of thinking if it's worth it to get a job or not. Yeah. I've been applying to places. No one wants. I no knew that's what I knew that's what was gonna happen. I was like, just didn't tell you. But it's weird because it's right like now. no, I didn't tell anyone that I'm only here for two months. I just filled yeah. out the application. And I'm just yeah, saying like you're a bad person. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey. And then uh I went on to Upwork, which is like this website you can get like freelance work. Cause I just thought mm-hmm. I can do stuff on my computer. So all these like typing things, like just copying stuff from like PDF to Microsoft Word. And I was like, mm-hmm. I can copy things and get paid. And, like, and some are like five hundred dollars. I was like, Are you serious? I'll do this. Yeah. And then they say they message me like awesome, like just text, just email this link or or text this person on Telegram. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no like anything that's like if you're done like with upwork you're supposed to do it all on the platform and so mm-hmm. it's like if you're not if you want to get all the platform now i'm sketched out by you now i'm like hello weird i'm being shady yep but all right y'all working on support raising killing it crushing it nice. going to the gym staying nice. active nice. nice anyways guys um you want to see someone who is corrupting the word of god and um probably is one of those stenches that we talked about um, come back next week because we are applying to this TikTok that is just an atrocious, <laughs> atrocious mishandling of scripture and um, accusations against God. That nice. Makes my blood boil in a maybe a good way. It's a little silly. Too. Trying to trying to love him, but I'm just like looking at him like, huh? I don't think you ever read the Bible, sir. That's not. You read two <laughs> verses. <laughs> but we'll Alrighty. get there next week. So. Yep. Thank you for come coming back, back next week to find out. Um, this is the blue wall of my wife's childhood room. So, or purple. Mm, purple. purple. Nice try. Man, I, I do not colors. trust you with the infinity stones, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't tell the colors really, apart. Like, really what is going to happen? Okay, so Avengers Infinity Wars, but Thanos is colorblind. <laughs> Everything's gray. He's like, he just is uh, using random powers all the time. <laughs> Tries to like wipe out half the universe, just ends up like going back to the 60s. He's like, what is happening? <laughs> Wants to go back in time, teleports himself to another planet. Like, yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, awesome. guys, you know we're on YouTube. That's probably where you watch us if you're doing video. Um, we're on Spotify, iTunes, Google, all, a couple other platforms. We're on uh, TikTok, Instagram, 
not Facebook because yep. who's there anymore? I mean, we are, but we nope. don't do anything. So don't contact yep. us there. Thank you yep. for all the new listeners and followers and subscribers. In the last like month, we've seen a lot of growth on TikTok mm-hmm. and Instagram and YouTube. It's been really exciting, guys. Like, and and we're only like it just it keeps us going. You know, we're like, oh, this is awesome. Yep. Like, people are getting reach, and you guys are messaging us and telling us that it's helping, and and it's really just an honor to do this show. We really appreciate you guys. Um, yeah. Also, we have a Patreon if you want to start supporting the show, and that all Doing goes it wild. to. Yeah, that all goes back to the show. Everything. Every yep. dollar we make just goes immediately back. Darian and I don't take it and go out for steaks. You know, we're not at the point where that is a wise decision. Yep. Um, <laughs> we're mainly trying to get some lighting, some good lighting, maybe mm-hmm. maybe a neon like TYDHC thing at some point. Oh, pretty cool, yeah. Yeah, I've been looking at those for a while. They're expensive. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but yeah, so um, excited for the future of this show. I'm getting a new computer soon. Um, so that'll take the take the quality of the show up the not up a notch. So uh, thank you guys for coming. Thank you for joining, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Adios.